0: Hey, Tubes. It's Judge. I have a quick question for you. Did the TV show and Just Like That miss one crucial conversation? It feels as if they touched on many social issues, but did not mention the climate crisis.
1: listening to Hey Tubes, this amazing podcast where we are figuring out, can we save the planet but make it fashion? We are your hosts, Jess and Steph Dadon, and we're also the founders of Tubes, this footwear label where we care about all sorts of stuff like animals and the environment.
0: Moo. Who? I don't know. I don't know why that came out of my mouth. It just did, and I'm going with it.
1: I like it. I think today we're having fun because this is the funnest question, and I am so excited to dissect each and every little part about it.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. This is so much fun. Like when we get to blend our love of TV with our love of fashion and the environment, it is a great, great day.
1: So the question is, did and just like that miss one crucial conversation?
0: We all know that And Just Like That has been getting so much criticism and so I feel that it is only appropriate that we define our stance on all of this before diving in to this juicy conversation.
1: We are not haters. If you tuned into this podcast thinking that you were going to listen to a bunch of haters, you got to tune out because we stinking love it
0: we sat there together and we watched the first episode at Jess's house and we hadn't heard anything because we were avoiding reading anything because we didn't want any spoilers and by the way there won't be any spoilers here and we just both sat there with the biggest smiles on our faces just absolutely loving
1: gushing gushing
0: like we were like oh we were just like so excited to be back with the gang and to be fair it doesn't take much to please us like our partners always say to us that we We are just so easy to please with movies and TV shows. We like everything. So we love the show and we were so surprised when we started to speak to people about it and we were hearing all this criticism because we were just like, guys – the gang's back together like we get to watch the sex
1: and the city crew all over again beaming with appreciation really it hadn't even occurred to us that we were allowed to have an opinion other than thanks so much for inviting us to this party
0: yeah and like obviously there has been a lot of conversation about like all the wokeness that they're bringing into it and oh my goodness that first episode with miranda when she walks into the uni class is just like you're the professor
1: yeah you're Nia Wallace. <laughs> yes. Why do you seem so surprised? Well, your braids. A law professor can't have hair like mine. Why is that? Oh no, no, no. I didn't. I didn't mean. Because of the braids, I was. I was. I was just thrown because the braids are are so different than the hair in your photo on the Columbia website. My comment had nothing whatsoever to do with it being a black hairstyle. I, I knew that you were black when I signed up for this class. So cringe. We
0: were sitting there with our heads in our hands, but like. Awesome that we can sit there and cringe about that. Like we're not saying that we – were comfortable watching the whole thing. No, so much
1: discomfort. So
0: much discomfort, but like that's the beauty of it. Like that is life right now and they kind of take life to an extreme and they make you think and they make you laugh and they make you totally hold your head in
1: your hands and it's just got everything. Well, and I think what's been really funny to watch everyone on the internet freak out about this show is that the right think that the show is way too woke. The left think that... It's too over the top in its wokeness so that it felt really forced. So then like no one can agree on anything. And then you've just got Stephanie and I in the middle thinking we don't really care about any of that stuff. We're, we're happy to watch it. We love it. We love how many social issues have been brought up. We love that there's been different ideas, different characters from different backgrounds Awesome, love to see it, love that they're championing all these different things.
0: I think that's something for us in watching the show that we have just loved and just been lapping up is Carrie's fashion. And I think, I kind of believe, by the way, that there's been flack on Carrie's fashion and the fashion on the show because... It is just being taken to a new level. I don't care if it's unrealistic. I don't care if that's not what you would wear when you were sitting in hospital, that you would like have all this stuff on over your hospital gown, which by the way, our grandfather, when he was in hospital once, he literally sat there in a suit in his visited chair. Yeah, he's pretty fabulous Yeah, so this happens. Like I believe it. And
1: also like a gown eating takeaway in your bedroom. Like, yeah, if that's Carrie Bradshaw – I believe it. We've
0: come out of a pandemic. Well, we haven't come out of it. We're still in it.
1: I've literally been wearing gray for the last two years. Yeah,
0: like we've all been in active wear for a couple of years. I started to kind of have an existential crisis about fashion and be like, are there more important things in this world? You know, is it just superficial to be caring about fashion? But I think that in Just Like That has really reminded us that we can have this like small joy brought to our lives through what we're wearing. And it is a form of creative expression. And I've personally been feeling really uplifted by all the fashion on the show.
1: So we're in agreement. We love the show. We love the fashion. We think it's super fun, delicious. Thank you so much for being here. And we would like to discuss... Where was the climate stuff? Where was the discussions around Carrie's wardrobe and laughing about how many shoes that she has and does she really even need that many shoes? Or where was Carrie sifting through a vintage market, which we all know she would be incredible at. Why weren't we seeing any of that stuff? They literally touched on every single issue that's going on in the world or that's what it felt like, but the climate. And because of the fashion and also because of the excessiveness of New York, it felt like the perfect playground for them to have some really interesting conversations that they just didn't. They not
0: only didn't talk about climate change at all in general, they also didn't talk about fashion and climate change. So there's kind of like these two elements, because as we know, fashion is one of the biggest contributors to the climate crisis. So there's just like this
1: giant elephant in the room that they weren't speaking about. Yes, and do you remember? Was it? I can't. I think it might have been in one of the movies where they went to a fashion show and then they came out afterwards. And Samantha was in a fur, and then there were protesters outside from Peter, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. There was probably us out there. And someone threw a can of red paint on Samantha's fur coat and said,
0: "Fur is murder."
1: New York. And so they could have even had the opportunity to play with it like that, you know, people calling them out for their excessiveness or whatever it was. It didn't have to be in the most serious way and it didn't have to be the overarching theme of the season. But it had to be part of the conversation, did
0: it not? Mm, I think it did. And it's also been super interesting to see how, as a society, we expect so much from a TV show. Like, are we asking too much of and just like that, that we wanted them to cover the climate crisis and fashion as well? Like, are we doing exactly what we are criticizing everybody else for doing? Like, I feel like you and I have sat around being like, can't we just enjoy this TV show and why do we have to pick it to pieces and why is everybody being like, this should have happened and that isn't what happened. Like that's not obviously not what the writers wanted. Can we not just enjoy it? And so I think there's this interesting uh, piece in there as well that's like, can we just create things now for enjoyment or do they always have to be Uh, social commentary? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's really interesting I would say I don't feel like things have to be a social commentary always and that I love enjoying things for the sake of enjoyment. I watch a lot of Housewives and you bet your ass there's nothing progressive happening on those shows, can confirm. And so I don't think that it necessarily had to have been this way, but they, but I think that they have maybe accidentally made it that their show is such a social commentary. That the fact that they left out Climate does just leave me feeling a bit eh about that aspect of the show. And I think also, if I'm zooming out a little bit, the way that they portray New York City and living in Manhattan and having all these things, you know, it exudes excess. It's like the ultimate in capitalism. They're not showing you the crazy amount of homelessness going on on the street. They're not showing you the giant piles of rubbish that make things so stinky. You know, you're not seeing the reality of that lifestyle. Well, I think
0: the thing about that is is that there are so many issues in the world. It feels like there are more issues than ever before. I don't know that if that's a narcissistic thing as a generation that we feel like we've had more issues than anybody before, but it feels like there are so many things going on in the world that are, it's a hard thing to strike a balance with because it's like if you have a platform, if you have an opportunity to say something to make a difference, then shouldn't you be taking it. So I almost love that now with TV shows and things like that, that they have an opportunity to yes, create art and entertainment, but also to do something really cool with it. And maybe that's been the problem within Just Like That, that a lot of people have had, that it's been so overt and maybe people need to be a little bit subtler and more clever about it. And maybe if it was just little things like we see Carrie up shopping and she makes like a throwaway comment about how She prefers it for the environment now.
1: Or if she had a keep cup. I don't know if you guys are noticing, but when she smokes a cigarette, she like throws it on the sidewalk as if it's 1995.
0: Yeah, it's these little subtler things that maybe they've missed the mark a little bit because they were worried about getting criticism. So they were like, all right, we're going to go like full woke because otherwise we're going to get cancelled. Maybe they just needed to... Be a little bit more smart and nuanced about it and put in little things like, you know, having non-binary people on there, but not making it so obvious that,
1: yes, I am non-binary. Hear me roar. In the way that Che is, which by the way, I love Che. Love. Sorry, such an unpopular opinion. It's also interesting there what you said about a TV show having the power to create change I listened to an interview with Ellen Pompeo who is Meredith from Grey's Anatomy and she was talking about how she's been doing the show for like 150 years and she's so bored of it and she hates it in one aspect but she said that because it's been going for so long she loves that it gives them the platform to have really tough conversations that newer shows wouldn't necessarily be able to showcase and so it's funny with and just like that because, yes, it's season one, but it's also season seven because we had six seasons of Sex and the City before. So they do have so much power and ability to educate people through carrying a freaking keep cup. It's not that hard. Agreed. Hey, tubes.
0: Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? So something I've been thinking about is now that we have both said that we're feeling inspired by Carrie's wardrobe, and I feel like a lot of people are, and we're coming out of this like being at home, being in lockdowns, just being in activewear all the time. I feel like over the last couple of years, it's been really easy to slow down my fashion purchases really pretty much altogether because we haven't really had a need or a want for wearing really beautiful things. And so I was kind of like, yep, I've kicked that. That's easy. I don't need to be dressing up anymore. I don't need to be buying a lot of new things. How do we balance this love of fashion with actually making sure that we're making sustainable choices as well?
1: Yeah, that's such a good question. And something that I've even noticed is You guys, I've got seven weddings in about two months, so Feb and March, basically, nobody call me. I'm not available to do anything, and it's been really interesting because I haven't been to a wedding in about two and a half years, and I have to wear nice things to all of these places, and I don't want to buy new clothes, so what do I do? And Something that I actually did the other day was I took a few things to get altered, so you know, I had a dress that was around my mid calf, I guess, and then I got it shortened to above the knee. And just something so small like that has breathed new life into this dress that I've worn to so many weddings that I've worn so many times that I felt a bit tired of, but now I'm re excited by. So I feel like altering is such a good option. Cause you can even like take sleeves off of things. Yeah. Actually, my physio the other day told me, because I was telling her about about how I'm altering all these dresses. And then she went and she took an old dress of hers to a dressmaker and they made it backless. So you can oh, do so many that. things with what you already have in your wardrobe. Something
0: else that I've been doing is I've noticed that Carrie is just all about the layers, and she'll just take a few pieces that are seemingly nothing and put them together in this way that just looks so fabulous. And so I've been really like going through our old wardrobe because we have so much old stuff in there that I haven't worn in years. I'm a little bit of a hoarder. So I don't- Are you? Yeah. I know I am. And I think we're going to have a conversation on the podcast soon about whether it's better to hold stuff and not send it to landfill, or if you should be donating it, like what is the best thing there? And I don't even know, but For the moment, we have a lot of stuff in our wardrobe, and I've been finding that I'll pluck out like something really old that I would never wear now, and then like I'll put something really cute over it. Like actually, right now I've done that. About to say
1: right now. Yeah,
0: like I'm wearing this top that like I have not worn in years. I don't even know that we wore it that much. It's just like this. No, I
1: think I bought it once from Glue Store.
0: Yeah, and we've had it for years, and I've just like paired it with some shorts, and then I've put this shirt over it, and like just done my top button up, and I feel like I've created a whole whole new outfit out of things that I already had. And usually I would have worn this shirt somewhere really formal, but rather than pairing it with other things that are formal, if I put it with something really casual, like my beach attire, I've got a whole new outfit. Mm. So I think there's like a real power in the layering and the playing with things in a way that you haven't thought to wear them before.
1: I love that. And stepping outside of your comfort zone in your own wardrobe. I feel like when we get inspired by fashion, our first idea is, oh, let's go shopping. Let's go buy new things. But the reality of it is there's so much in our own wardrobes that we've Worn to death in a very specific way. And now the fun challenge is, can you wear it in a different way?
0: The other thing that I think is a really good idea, particularly if you have a lot of weddings, like to go out and buy eight different outfits when you're going to be going to these weddings and seeing like the same people, you don't necessarily want to be wearing the same thing every time, but you're not going to go out and buy eight different outfits. Firstly, that's really expensive. Secondly, that's really bad for the environment. But I love the idea of borrowing things from friends. I had a friend that came over the other day because she has a wedding coming up up and she wanted to borrow a dress. And it's like, I have all these beautiful dresses that I've worn to death at weddings. And my friends also have their own wardrobe of really beautiful things. So I think being able to swap with friends and we don't necessarily have the same friends weddings that we're going to, we're kind of creating a crowd wardrobe through just swapping with each other. And then we get to wear something fresh. We don't have to buy anything new, nothing new in circulation. It's pretty good.
1: I love that. And also you might be listening and thinking, well, but me and my friends have really different styles. So I don't feel like I could wear what they wear. And I had this situation the other day where I wanted to borrow a slip dress from a friend, but I don't wear sexy tight things and they make me feel a little bit weird and uncomfortable. It's not really my style, but I like the dress. So I borrowed it and then I chucked a t-shirt underneath it one day and then I put a shirt underneath it another day. So there were things that I could do to the dress that made it my style. And like, then we could both enjoy it and we could both wear it differently.
0: Mm, and I feel like that's a Carrie thing as well is that she doesn't have one style like she'll be like rocking some sort of like really androgynous business suit looking thing one day and then she'll be in something really girly the next day and i feel like that's huge inspo that we always used to do like back in our how to live days was i don't have one style i can play with it i can have fun cuz fashion is fun like we can really how stressing fu- up Exactly. Opportunity
1: We're to dress up every freaking day. Yeah,
0: and it brings a little bit of joy to you and I get joy out of people's fun outfits, like nothing like whether it's in person or a Zoom call when someone pops up and they're like, you know, they're in something really colorful and fun. I'm like, yes, I think that's what she's really inspired as well Is like color, a mm. lot of color, a lot of fun. We've Texture. all textures, yeah, just different prints, different things. We started this conversation on a little bit of a downer with did they miss one crucial conversation but I think they're definitely doing something to reignite our passion for fashion and we just need to read between the lines a little bit yeah and
1: and make it in a responsible way which we are equipped to do and love to discuss okay so let's move on to a little segment we like to call bye 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 So this is a segment where rather than celebrating what we have purchased, like you would see on a shopping haul, on TikTok or Reels or wherever you get that content, we actually celebrate each other for saying bye, bye to a buy that is something that we're looking at online to purchase, something that we're seeing in store. And rather than buying it like we want to, we go, "Eh, hang on a second, I don't really need this and then we exit, bye-bye. So I think I'm going to kick us off. With a bye-bye-bye I did a few weeks ago. So Elliot and I are moving house, which is very exciting. We're having a sea change. We're moving an hour out of Melbourne to the peninsula. Can't freaking wait. And it was around the time of Boxing Day where a linen sheet company that I really like went on sale. And I had convinced myself that I needed to get our spare bedroom, a new set of white linen sheets. And it was 25% off and it was so attractive. And even though I wasn't moving house for four months, it just made perfect sense in my mind that I needed to buy these sheets. So I added them to the car and I was super excited, you know, imagining in my mind how beautiful our new spare bedroom would look. And then Elliot, my boyfriend said to me why would you buy them now like surely we can just get there we've got sheets we don't actually need to buy sheets right now it just feels like you're you're in a buying frenzy like you've decided that you want to buy and you don't actually need to and I think he could see the adrenaline like in my eyes I'm ready to purchase I'm ready to purchase you know that feeling
0: oh yeah I know it
1: and him just saying that brought me back down to earth and I was like he's so right It's December, we're not moving until like April. Also, I have sheets at home. I don't actually need these new sheets, I just want them. And also, if I don't buy them, I could save like 500 bucks. So then I didn't buy them, I said bye-bye, and I'm so happy about it. And the funny thing is, is that we were supposed to get a king-size hand-me-down bed from my mum for our guest bedroom. But that has fallen through. And now I've actually found a different queen bed we can get as a hand-me-down from somebody else. So I would have bought the wrong size sheets anyway.
0: Well done. Good saying bye-bye to the bye. Thank you. So. Mine is actually a little bit different of a bye-bye-bye because this one I actually didn't say bye-bye to. I said hello to it and I should have said bye-bye to it. Mm. So recently we were in Noosa and there was this sunglasses chain that I saw that I liked. Do I need a new sunglasses chain? No, I actually have a perfectly good sunglasses chain, but I really like this one because it was really colorful and really pretty. And at first I was like, nah, I don't need one. But then like I was looking around the store. I didn't really like that much stuff. And I was like, you know what? I really want to buy something. So I bought the sunglasses chain without really thinking about it. I was like, I just want to buy something. I'm just going to get it. It's cute. I went and I took it home and I didn't realize that it doesn't actually stay on sunglasses very well at all. It doesn't function well as a sunglasses chain. It's pretty, but it keeps falling off. My sunglasses keep falling off and I'm really upset about the purchase. And had I actually just stopped and thought about it, I would have said goodbye to the buy. So this is my regretful, I did not say goodbye and I should have And I think it's just a lesson. I think both of our bye-byes today is take your time. There is no rush. I think brands love to make us feel like there's a rush. So much haste. There's the sales. There's a quick, you've got to buy it now. But I don't think you'll ever regret the things you didn't buy, but you will regret the things you did buy. So thank you for that lesson.
1: love that. Such a good lesson. Okay, that is all we have time for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We need your help. We would love to get more listeners, not for the sake of listeners, but so we can help spread the word about the cool stuff we're chatting about on this podcast around climate and fashion. So please Go on and share this episode with your friends. We know you've been chatting to your friends about and just like that anyway. So just chuck this pod in that WhatsApp group and your friends will thank you for it.
0: Mm -hmm. And make sure you come hang out with us in our Facebook group. We are Tubes, a kind of community where we will be continuing the and just like that chat. And just like that, this podcast episode is over.
1: Thank you so much to our podcast producer, Amelia Navasquez, our podcast coordinator, Bianca Whitner, and a big thank you to King Cora and Lily3PO for creating our incredible theme song.
0: We'd also like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we record, the Boonwurrung, Boonwurrung, and Wurundjeri Wurwurrung peoples of the Eastern Kulin Nation and the Arakwal people of the Bundjalung Nation.